is the sports best podcast, the only show on the internet designed, shaped, and designated as a sports best safe zone. He has our crossing guard wearing a lovely safety vest, the one and only Andrew Big Guns Keller, and I'm Larry Boom Boom Olson. We are broadcasting fake, live, and direct on the reposted podcast network, Mr. Keller. This show is ribbed for your pleasure, Larry. <laughs> for your pleasure. All right, we got to go ahead and set the super table. Buccaneers, Chiefs, Super Bowl 55, old man Tom Brady versus young whippersnapper and our hero here on the repost to make that the sports best podcast, Patrick Holmes. Casey opening as three-point favorites for the big game will be held February 7th at Tampa Bay, which is the only time in Super Bowl history, which we told you about last week, that a team is playing in their own stadium for the Super Bowl. Are you excited about that? I mean, it's a big deal, but does it really matter? Is it going to matter? There's not a home field advantage because the people that can afford Super Bowl tickets aren't the ones that are the normal fans. I think it's cool. I don't think it's that exciting. Yeah. Is anything as exciting in a pandemic as it maybe could be? I don't know. I'm, I'm excited about the betting. You said the, the KC started off at minus three. I'd like to point out that our intern both offered us offered us both a bet at Kansas City against Buffalo minus three and Kansas City won last week 38 to 24 so Uncle Andrew won a little bit of money that was oh easily you like you took fourth quarter off didn't have to sweat that big money I didn't watch the fourth quarter and I I saw a Venmo payment come through I was like oh yeah I forgot I won some money so that was nice also on the betting train uh have you ever bet on the coin toss of the Super Bowl people love that bet I, I would do it like if I was in Las Vegas or somewhere where I could bet and there wasn't a long line, I would I would take that bet. So I looked it up. Tails have won the last two coin tosses oh. and six of the past seven years have been <laughs> tails. So that's pretty interesting in a 50-50 proposition that you're going to get tails. Maybe we're due. Bet on a good run, a good run of bad luck. I feel like what you're saying is tails never fails. Tails never fails is the only thing that you can think about. So... I've been to your house before. I've been in your car. I don't remember what kind of car you have. What kind of car do you drive? I drive two Mazdas, a CX-9 and a, like a 3. A CX-9? Is this is the Mazda 3 the sedan? Mazda 3 is like the little hatchback. So I'm asking because of the scarcity of the Super Bowl. They're going to allow 14,500 people to go to the Super Bowl. 7,500 of those are non-transferable tickets that have gone to vaccinated healthcare workers that the NFL is donating. But the other remaining tickets are transferable and very much for sale. And then right now, because of the scarcity, the range of prices is about $10,000 just to get in and goes up to 24750 And for comparison, I looked it up, a brand new 2001 Camry Cost twenty four thousand nine hundred and seventy. So for two hundred dollars more, I bet you could negotiate that at the dealership. You get a Camry, and uh, or you could go to the Super Bowl. Hey, help me with these numbers. Twenty two thousand people are allowed into the stadium. Four, oh, sorry, yeah, fourteen thousand five hundred are transferable. So twenty two thousand total, but seventy five hundred of those are non transferable tickets. So like basically, if you're vaccinated and you got tickets, you have to go by yourself. And they're giving 7000 to healthcare workers? Yeah. PR, man. I, I cannot believe that they're doing that. Why not? Well, I mean, I know they're getting some press out of it, but like, what? What? just as you said, 7000 times 10000 that's like, I don't know how much money they could be making. I think, I mean, it, I don't think that they're making that money. I think that's the free market ticket value, 
or maybe oh. that is. maybe it'll go up from there. I don't, I don't know. I don't think the NFL's necessary. Like they're not like the NHL where they rely on the box office or the the gate to be able to make their money. They they they're making their money on the advertising and and everything else. So I think the PR or the optics of getting these frontline people giving back to frontline makes a difference. Well, you know the thing about this too, right? Is that because it's in Tampa Bay more Tampa Bay fans would want to go. So maybe that's kind of boosting the price a little bit too, right? Yeah. You know what I just realized? You remember Marlon's man? I wonder if he'll be there. <laughs> um, he's got a underlying condition, so he's hiding out in a bunker. So he can't oh, go to sport. <laughs> he's subterranean right now. You know, um, the Chiefs are looking to become the first team since Tom Brady's Patriots in 2004 to repeat his Super Bowl champs. P.S. This is just the second time in Brady's 10 Super Bowls that he's an underdog. Yeah. This is the first ever Super Bowl between the last two Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. It's the seventh Super Bowl overall between quarterbacks who had previously won. If Brady wins number seven, that would have put him above every other franchise. The Pats and Steelers have both won six. Oh, the most. Yeah, more. I like that. I didn't even think about that more than any other franchise. What do you consider an underdog? I don't know if minus three is an underdog. Well, yes. Isn't like minus three is typically the field advantage. So like if you're on the road and it's minus three, that's just yeah. home field advantage. Super Bowl, obviously they think that there's no real advantage. Right. So, I mean, I, I like playing up. They like playing up the narrative that he's the underdog, but the advanced analytics people ran the Super Bowl a hundred times and 55 of the times Kansas City won. So, I mean, if you look at it, Tails Never Fails is performing more than than the 50-50 toss-up. I'm not, I'm not going to say that he's an underdog. They'll use it for bulletin board material, but I don't think so. So I'm kind of going both way on this because I feel like the eye test says that Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl, but that's yeah. the everyman in me talking. And so if I was going to bet this game, I'd probably go against the everyman and say the Bucks have a yes. really good shot at winning this, right? Yeah. I mean, I think Kansas City is going to win, and if uh, anyone offers me any odds, I'll probably take Kansas City at minus three. But, I mean, last week I challenged Tom Brady to prove me wrong again, and he did it. Tom Brady <laughs> proved me wrong again. Okay, listen. You know who else Tom Brady proved wrong? Who? Bill Belichick. Let's put it to bed. Let's put it to bed. We talked about this before the season. Would you rather be Bill Belichick or Tom Brady. I'm assuming at this point you'd rather be Tom Brady. Oh. No. Bill Belichick. Well, I'd rather have Tom Brady's life, but in the history, I mean Bill <laughs> Belichick is as an owner, I'd rather have Bill Belichick than have Tom Brady. Tom Brady, whether or not he wins the Super Bowl, like he is a day crescendoing out into the night. I don't think he is. I mean, at some point he's got to stop. Bel Belichick right now is easy to target because he's not in the Super Bowl. But also Tom Brady moved from a decaying, decrepit Patriots team to a pretty short up solid Tampa Brady team. You can argue, I'm not necessarily, but I'm making the argument that the linchpin for Belichick winning all of those Super Bowls was Tom Brady. He's never won one as a head coach without Tom Brady. They were seven and nine last year. They have no quarterback in the future. They have some salary cap issues. He's getting older. You can argue that the Patriots might never be relevant again. Ever. They might, they might turn into the, to the Detroit Lions. Oh, well, uh, 
relevant under Bill Belichick. Oh, yeah, I think that's possible. But also, he he had Brady as a quarterback for, what was that, 18 years? Yes. So, I mean, I mean, it's easy to look back and be like, well, hindsight's 2020. We're looking back and be like, well, he needed Brady. I, I think that he could do that with a handful of other quarterbacks. I don't think he could, could have done it with anyone. Uh, he, he obviously drew Bledsoe, but I, I think Belichick is the reason – Tom Brady is is excellent, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my boy Belichick. Just the last couple of notes about Brady: he's collected over a million and a half dollars on playoff incentives. Oh, yeah. He had very incentive laden contracts to go to the Buccaneers. If he wins the Super Bowl, he wins another five hundred thousand dollars. What do you think? Is he under center, being like, "Ooh, I'm gonna buy a McLaren"? Right? Like these incentives are really interesting, but I think people at his level don't think about that. Like that's his agents having a little celebration because they're about to break off a little piece of that million like that that's not going to move the needle for tom brady yeah right? i feel like once you get to that realm of money that he has like i feel also like tiger his, his wife out earns him like yeah. three to one so <laughs> it's like that's that's going to be his like uh that's his spending money that's his going out money is his salary and then and giselle keeps the household together but, you know, once again, Tom's like eating carrots all day long. He doesn't care to like buy a round of drinks for an entire bar like I care. Like he's been money easy. Tom's like, eh, he eats carrots and doesn't drink. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he can spend it on jet fuel. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, do you like playing video games? Ish, kind of, sorta. EA Sports. It's in the game. Welcome back, everyone, to Madden NFL 21. So we're going to be hearing that instead wow. of the Pro Bowl. They are playing Madden 21 with <laughs> the uh, the Pro Bowl this year for safety precautions. I said the Pro, further proving the Pro Bowl is irrelevant. It's going to be played on a video game with uh, it's a four on four. Did you see this lineup? It's cracking me up. They have four players, two for the AFC and two for the NFC, and then. They have, I guess, celebrity guests. Keyshawn Johnson Ooh. and Snoop Dogg will be oh. playing for the AFC. Marshawn Lynch and Bubba Wallace. What? Why is Bubba Wallace doing this? I mean, yeah, I know he- if they asked me to do it, I would do it. So I get why <laughs> Bubba Wallace said yes, but why are they asking Bubba Wallace to do this? I'm, I'm asking why they had to do this at all. Like, is it just because we're talking about it so the NFL feels like, hey, at least we're going to get some pub by doing a virtual Pro Bowl. Here, here's what it is. NFL was like, hey, we just gave away 7,500 tickets <laughs> to the Super Bowl and we need to backfill that revenue. So they need to put something on TV and sell some advertising. Once again, I feel like get off my lawn. I'm the old guy. I I, I like to play Madden against my boys occasionally and I, I destroy them because that's the one game video game that I'm somewhat good at. So I somewhat play this game but I never watch anybody else play a video game. So I'm like the wrong market for all of this. I think maybe people tune in to hear the trash talking. Like, I don't think any of these people are going to be that good. They're not professional gamers. The, I mean, they're all. Hey, don't you bash Bubba Wallace. You might not know he's not a professional gamer. How do you know? I know he's not a professional gamer because he's a professional race car driver. But he could have like a side project. He could be a very good video gamer, but he's not a professional video game player. Uh, and then Michael Strahan is going to host. Michael Strahan is the new Ryan Seacrest. Dude. Is he? Homie's got like 20,000 jobs. He's just dripping with charisma. Dripping with charisma. <laughs> you know, it, it, yeah. it's. I, I'm like, I'm happy for his success for all, and, and for Ryan Seacrest as well. But 
I mean, leave a leave a job for a normal guy. It's kind of my theory. I don't think I didn't break this down. So did I say that we have Deshaun Watson, Derrick Henry, and then Kyler Murray, oh! and Jamal Adams? But curiously, of the ten people that are doing this, curiously absent from this lineup. Yes. Yes. So if you're going to tune in to see the beard, <laughs> he will not be on this that that broadcast. He might be at another adult establishment instead of playing video games. Andy. He might be. We don't know yet. <laughs> Love that you worked the honey bun in. I totally forgot about our honey bun streak. Yes. Thank you for picking me up. Yeah. We have breaking funny frog, adorable puppy, and Clydesdale horses news, Mr. Keller. Budweiser is foregoing its annual Super Bowl commercial slot for the first time in 37 years following juggernauts like Coke and Pepsi. Skipping this year's Super Bowl broadcast, the beer brand said in a news release that instead of paying to air a Super Bowl ad, it's instead going to be relocating the media investment to raise awareness about the COVID-19 vaccines. Do you believe that for a second? Yeah, I mean, I think they're they're going to save the $2.5 million a minute or whatever that costs to have a Super Bowl ad and focus. I mean, it's a good PR stunt. It's like giving away the $7,500 7, tickets. It's like, hey, we want to get the entire country back into bars to be able to buy our drinks rather than like status is normal. I think it's a good PR move. I think big picture it's the right thing to do maybe it's not quote the right thing to do it's the right business thing to do business-wise getting people vaccinated and back into bars and restaurants is better for Budweiser than the Super Bowl I'm going to push back on that for the record CBS which will be airing the Super Bowl 55 five and a half million dollars for a 30-second spot during the game Ooh. I'm assuming they've sold that out um no joke. I, I saw this story that we uh, that people are pulling out. Coke is not advertising and a whole list of people. And I was like, maybe the reposted podcast can buy a 30 second. <laughs> uh, let's but get no. Peterson Enterprises to sponsor our 30 second Super Bowl. We ad. just need a 15 second ad. We don't oh. have that much to say. Discount prices. Here's, also, but like, I think it's a bad look for Michelob Ultra. Michelob Ultra is like, hey, they've already pre-released their their uh, their ad. A lot of people are pre-releasing their ads. I don't like that. Prematurely releasing, Andrew. I don't never. I'm never a big fan of that. I mean, when he, you're looking at Sports Best, which is uh, ergonomically <laughs> suited to your needs, we never premature release. Oh. Um, <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, Here's one theory about why some of these big companies are pulling out of Super Bowl is because like this year, you got to thread the needle, right? Everything that went on at 220, you got the presidential election kind of uh, that's a little bit uh, turbulent at times. You got the obviously the pandemic got racial injustice. Like it's hard to be funny or hit the right tone. So some are theorizing that is the reason why some of these big companies like, hey, the Clydesdale thing or the funny frogs just not going to work this year. Yeah, I think maybe you're right. Putting putting something out there is a low percentage shot. Like even even if it's wildly successful, that's going to be a base hit. Whereas in other years, it would be the thing to talk about. Be like, so they're saving money. They're getting a good PR look. Be being like, we want to go towards COVID. We want to be like Dolly Parton. Do you know about Dolly Parton? Dolly Parton famously early on donated a million dollars 
towards COVID research, um, I think, to Pfizer. You know, once again, like Dolly Parton, Budweiser, like five million bucks is like they find that in their seat cushions. Right. Like when these people are donating, you know, good for them. But it's like Dolly's got to be worth a billion dollars. It's kind of like uh, when Allstate donates $5,000 to the general scholarship fund <laughs> yeah. in a college football game. Like, what? What is that? That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's so silly. So there's we were speculating if Aaron Rodgers will come back, but he, he went to a press conference and he said this. A lot of guys' futures, that's what's sad about it most. Getting this far, obviously there's going to be an end to it at some point, whether we make it past this one or not. But just the uncertainty is, is tough and the finality of it all. It's just uncertain if he's going to come back. A lot of people are reading into that. Is Aaron Rodgers trying to cryptically say, I want out? Is he trying to be like Deshaun Watson? We are really, really blowing through our soundbite budget. I feel like we've really spent most of it on just a day's show. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> every time we play this, it costs 30 bucks. But it's worth, it's worth the cash every time. It's worth the cash every time. Can't believe it Listen, Aaron Rodgers, you do whatever the hell your heart tells you, all right? I personally would go to the 49ers if I were you, get out of the cold of the Green Bay weather. Yeah. But you do it. You follow your heart, that Aaron Rodgers. I think this is like you're saying, it's a journalist like following the story and it's interesting to follow. And it's kind of like on to Cincinnati. He doesn't really, he just lost. I was actually, I was, I was working on that soundbite and Nicole came in and it sounds like, she's like, it sounds like someone's reading a suicide note. He sounds so defeated. I was like, that's your boy, Aaron. She's like, oh, did he just lose a game? And I was like, yes, he just lost the game. And he's My favorite part was that you were working on that soundbite. See, that cost us like $30 for you to put that together. Well, no, the Aaron Rodgers one was a little bit cheaper, but the hunting one, <laughs> I, we can't afford a third drop. On this one. Speaking <laughs> of sound bites. Oh, no. No. <laughs> UCLA gymnast Nia Dennis is going viral again for her floor routine. I don't know much about gymnastics. I like watching it every four years in the Olympics. I think she's an amazing gymnast. They won. UCLA beat Arizona State in this meet. The floor routine she did featured songs from Kendrick Lamar, Soldier Boy, Easy E, and Dr. Dre. And I think possibly that music made it go viral more than her gymnast skills. That is the exact answer I was looking for. The only reason I put this in the Sports Best Rundown today was because it seems as if this gymnast, I forget her name, has, Mia popped, Dennis. has popped into every single feed that I could possibly, like she yeah. is, I can't turn my head without seeing this UCLA gymnast pop into it. Well, the UCLA gymnast video, gymnastics Twitter video they posted had over 8 million views this morning. And again, she's an amazing gymnast. No doubt about that. There's other amazing gymnasts who are doing amazing floor routines, but maybe good song selection makes a big difference in the pop culture, maybe not in your actual score. Is there a chance you're a racist? I don't know why that's funny. <laughs> I don't wh know why. why why would that be a question? <laughs> I, like, I don't know. No, you're right. <laughs> why that's so funny to me. Have you ever been convicted of domestic abuse? 
<laughs> That's not. I'm just because <laughs> she says Kendrick Lamar songs. That's why she's going viral. I mean, you're right. That I mean, I liked watching it because I knew all of the songs and that made it fun. You're and again, right. <laughs> she scored a nine and a half out of ten. She did. She nailed the routine. Listen, but I'm saying the reason it went viral is because the songs were good. She should go work for a marketing corporation because, damn it, everywhere I turn around, her videos pop it into my feed. So she should go be a marketing executive. <laughs> this has been reposted. Andrew is not a racist. He has not. not been reposted. This has been Sports Best on the Reposted Podcast Network. Oh, that's right. I'm Andrew Keller for Giggles McGee saying thanks for stopping by.